Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Plan B Success. We have Craig Lewis with us today from some mountain south of Mexico. That's where he's living right now. Craig is what you call a certified peer specialist. He was a certified peer specialist several years ago and had his own journey of mental health issues that he traversed. And then he actually wrote a book on it. It's called Better Days, a workbook on mental health recovery. And then he started creating these peer groups and working with groups in order to help them go through their issues and come out resolved. Now that he did about five to six years ago when he was in the US. Now he's in Mexico and he's had a totally different kind of a life over the last five to six years, which we will hear from him in his own words. So welcome, Craig. Thank you so much for having me. I am super happy to be here and I am extremely grateful to be alive. So I'm ready to rock. Awesome. Ready to rock. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Craig. I'm, I'm 46 years old. I live in a beautiful town surrounded by a mountain range, protected by a mountain range in the south of Mexico. I'm from the northeast of Massachusetts in the United States. I went through some really challenging things as a child. My parents were not particularly kind to me. In fact, they were quite cruel. And I spent the majority of my teenage years in treatment. I spent the 20s and my 20s and 30s dealing with all sorts of life challenges, mental issues, poverty, and dysfunction. I ultimately, in the mid-2000s, I, what we would often consider hit rock bottom. Now, I always make a joke that I've hit rock bottom 100 times because I have. Uh, but I, this is like a defining moment of hitting rock bottom. And I decided I was either going to live or I was going to die. Not to be grim, but obviously you can tell I made the right decision or I made the decision that I made. And um, I sought out some help, and that help turned into the beginning of the rest of my life. And what I mean by that is that I, I was validated for the challenges I had, and I was offered support in working through them. And through that, I decided I, want to have a, I wanted to have a, a respectable job, a reputable, legitimate job. And I, I found myself, by, by, by miracle, to be quite honest with you, um, and a training program for adults who self-identified with having lived experience with addiction, trauma, and mental health issues to be trained uh, and receive college credit to uh, become a lived experience mental health worker. And you, you, you gave the right terminology at the beginning uh, in your introduction, uh, certified peer specialist. And so I, I went through the program. I graduated. And I worked as a health worker successfully for 10 years in different agencies in Boston, helping people uh, create better lives for themselves. And as part of my initial training as my in, in my internship, I was required to create something that would be left behind at the program I was interning at. And so I proposed this um, concept of a peer support group that I titled Better Days, which is basically going to be a passage in worksheets or a passage in questions based on my own experience of trying to cope with or figure out how to respond to something better or to deal with a trigger better or whatever it may be. And lo and behold, people at the, at the program that I was interning at liked it. And so upon graduating and begin, beginning my career in my early 30s, I continued to volunteer as well because I wanted to give back. 
to the community that allowed me to have a life, that allowed me to have a future, that allowed it to be okay for me to have the challenges I had and also to have it be turned into something of immense value, not just for my own happiness and well-being and future, yet for the, for the benefit of all, the benefit of others. And so I, over the course of the years, I volunteered and I also, while working in different programs, I continued to facilitate the Better Days Peer Support Group, which meant I had to prepare curriculum. So every, every Thursday or whatever day I had the group the next day, I'd write a passage based on whatever was going on in my life, whatever challenge I had, to try to work through it. And then I brought it to the group the next day, and we had a great discussion. And that went on for years. And ultimately, I stopped doing that group because I, I pursued other ventures. And in 2013, I published it, self-published. And I didn't know it was going to be successful. And turns out, I created something great, according to other people. And they wanted to get copies of it and support it, support the, the project, bring the, the, the curriculum to their own programs. People use it on a self-help basis. Clinicians use it with uh, their clients. And it became this, this bit of an unusual phenomenon because it was never intended to be a book. It was simply my internship project that I turned into a volunteer gig for the benefit of others, and never did I ever, never did I consider that it was going to be something that I would sell, A, and B, turn into a career. I guess this is what it is. And so that's what, that's where I come from. And now I live in the south of Mexico after, uh, I've been here for a year and a half, and that was, uh, I guess, now that was preceded by, I guess that means a year and a half before that, I was what we call homeless, but with like a lowercase h, I noticed. My life in the U.S. was just um, unbearable, unmanageable, and I think what happened is that a lot of people in the United States didn't really appreciate somebody who was just ready to work and get down to business when it, when it came to helping people do the work within themselves to be able to live better lives. And I think, I think that wasn't not part of the capitalist plan, so I had to just take that, take that wisdom and take it elsewhere, and that's what I did. So uh, now I live in Mexico. I'm building a new life for myself, learning a new language. And uh, as you see behind me, it's like one of my walls of posters because when I was struggling in the United States, I had to find my way. I went to Europe, I went to other countries and continents, and I just found my way. I found people to hire me, whether it was volunteer or they were hiring me to train mental health workers. It was all the same. So I took my story of empowerment, of surviving the impossible, of better days how I became the man I, I was up until that moment. And then, well, here we are right now. I'm sharing with you the man I am today. And that is, in a nutshell, the most concise version of my story that I can give you. So, Better Days, talk to us a little bit about the workbook. And I know that it's been published in, what, 10-plus countries or 10 different languages? 10-plus languages. So, um, French, Dutch, Finnish, Swedish, Italian, Mm, Spanish, Thai, Tagalog, Swahili. Yeah, um, that book is it's an interview with yourself. It's actually what my uh, a dear friend of mine on the Mexican coast, he lives in a town called Tampico, and he said to me when he reviewed the Spanish language translation, he said, Fred, this book is an interview with yourself. And I said, you know, you're 100% correct. So better it is, this, this support group format that I, I created as part of a requirement actually is a bit of a blueprint to my, to my recovery. 
and it, it's an insight into the processes, the things I had to learn, the ways I had to figure out introspectively what was going on with me so I could have a better life. And, and what the book is, the Better Days Workbook, it's 37 passages with 37 accompanying worksheets. And people are free to do with it what they want. And there's no wrong answer to these questions because you only know the answer. And whatever the answer is, it is because you know yourself best. And the, 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 the crux of this all, the crux of this entire project, and really I think to humanity, that you're the expert on you. You know what makes you feel better. You know what makes you feel worse. You know when you feel safe. You know when you don't feel like you can be somewhere because it doesn't feel right. You know when people are making you feel comfortable by their energy and by how they look at you and by how they treat you. And you know the opposite. That is all information that we all take in. We all take it in and, and some of us react, right? So when we react to things that not everyone understands, well, sometimes we call that a, a problem. I don't want to use that word problem. But sometimes people in the world will look at other people who have intense reactions as people who are having a problem. Maybe that person is just overloaded or overwhelmed, or they don't know exactly why they're responding to things the way they, and of course, you know, that can often result in things you don't want. They don't want to happen. But what if instead they could get down to the bottom of it? And better days in the work I do in general is intended to help people get to the bottom of whatever it is that's causing them the distress they're having and to make a change by figuring out what it is that they want to change and figuring out what their life would be, how their life would be if they did something different. And that I know that it works. So I live it. I live it even though I don't always like day to day like succeed at everything I'm trying to do because we're all works in progress. And so I guess the bliss of the whole reality of the book in better days and all that I'm trying to accomplish is that you can do whatever you're going to do. Just do your very best and then start again tomorrow and then make it better and learn and grow and, you know, take, take the bull by the horns because, because you can. So what's, what's these posters behind you? <laughs> Thank you for asking. Uh, I'm so glad that when I, when I, when I found out that uh, we were going to do video as well, because I wasn't uh, prepared for that, that I had this, I've been making my apartment, like my, um, my, making my house my home again. I've been making uh, eight, 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 eight and a half by, mm, I don't remember the size, but I've been taking the, 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 the flyers from events that I've had around the world, workshops uh, for my, uh, the Better Days book, uh, speaking at, at underground communities, art communities, um, music festivals, etc. I've taken those, those flyers and I, ma I made them into posters. So behind me, if you see directly above where my head is, uh, I know it's reverse, but um, that says Mahoris Diaz. So that was my first uh, Better Days workshop in Mexico City. Mm, and I can see uh, on the far, I'm going to try to get the directions right. On your left, or maybe I'm screwing it all up, there's on the top left-hand corner, there's the blue, that's from Mexico City. The white next to that is an event from Rome, Italy. In the middle, I can't tell. The multicolored flyer is from Bologna. Uh, below that is from Trento, Italy. And it goes on and on and on. I know we can't show you, but my entire apartment's covered in them. And so that is what you see behind me. And 
I'm super proud of it because it makes me happy because it reminds me every day what I've accomplished. That's the truth. Absolutely, absolutely. What's with, uh, so do you have an affinity toward uh, music? You know, your uh, punks in recovery? What's with that uh, title? You know, um, as a child or as a young adult, I was labeled, you know, one of those kids that didn't fit in. You know, he has mental problems. And you've heard the stories. And my parents were just brutal to me. And I found a connection. I found a safety. I found an acceptance. I found an outlet in underground music, whether it was like metal or, or punk rock or anything along those lines. And that was when I was 14 in 1988 and now i'm 46 and it's 2020 and so i've always been a person who connected with music with with expression with creativity with with being unique with being outside the box with following your own your own uh your own drum beat of your own drum so i chose to uh let my music and my life like i guess become the same in some ways and just run with it. And so I've been doing music and uh, playing in some bands years ago and writing magazine, uh, authoring magazines about music and the whole nine yards for as long as I can remember. And uh, in the future, I'm going to be publishing a book um, about all my years of uh, writing a magazine and authoring, authoring uh, articles about music all through the nineties. So at some point soon I'll be publishing an anthology book of things I published all throughout the 90s that, again, like just like better days, I never had any intention of doing so with. So what a gift that is that I, I lived, right? <laughs> Here we are doing it right now. So mm-hmm. I guess that's what it's all about. So, you know, you, you had your better days book and it was, you know, it was doing really well and you were out there speaking and doing workshops and all that. And this was back in 2014, 2013, 2014. So how did you end up in Mexico and what transpired during these years? Well, your, your podcast is called Plan B. It's about plan, plan B success. My plan B was to trust myself. Because when I realized that all the things I had invested myself in, no matter if it was my doing or not, no matter what the facts were or the, or the, or the factors on the ground, you know, I was not, I didn't feel that I was going to be okay and I was going to be able to be stable and successful. And I, I think I maybe upset a few people by being as uh, bold as I am about making the world a better place. You know, I have no time for, uh, you know, BS, so I can say that. And I really just butt heads with the system and they let me know that. And uh, when you butt heads with the system, because you care and because you're effective at what you're doing and your work is, is, is useful, that, that doesn't always work out as easy or as nicely as you'd like. And so upon realizing that I had to just take a, take a leap, a leap of faith like, like Steve Harvey, the, the, the comedian and the family feud host, uh, speaks about, he just talks about, sometimes when, when you face the an impossible situation it's not really impossible you just have to take a jump take a leap so realizing that my life in the united states was not like gonna work out for me in the way that i tried to make it work i just i bought a one-way ticket to europe and uh 
I landed there in France and didn't speak any other languages. And I spent more or less a year and a half living in Europe, traveling around. And over, over the course of that period of time, I built a new life for myself, realizing that I could be very happy, not in the United States. And I actually found out that the English language that I speak, that we're, we're communicating in right now, when I separated myself from, from that, from the, from the knowledge, the, 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 the ease with which people can Google you and the social environments and the professional and, like, I guess, other realities I was part of, the language I was speaking was problematic because it was connected to so much of my past. So when I found myself in other countries, in particular, for example, like France, where not that many people are fluent in English, it allowed me to connect with my energy, with my heart, with my character. I had to slow down. And what ended up happening is I realized, again, I don't like saying the word problems because I don't believe they exist, but I realized the things that were hurting me so much, the things that were bringing me down so much, they were back in North America. And I could just like, learn how to not have it always bother me. And, and, and I accomplished that by, by knowing people who didn't really speak English and having relationships and, and connections with them professionally and otherwise. That turned into the beginning of how I'm sitting here on a beautiful, hot winter day. I guess it's winter almost. It's almost the middle of November. So a beautiful day here with my door open. And I have a cat sitting next to me and hummingbirds and butterflies. That's a pretty good life considering that there was a point in time where I didn't think I was going to be able to make it. And so I made that decision. So my plan B was my only plan. I know your podcast talks about you should always have a plan B, but uh, my plan B was to jump into the wind, trust myself, and know that I was solid, know that I was like rooted in a, in a, in a foundation of truth and, and, and decency, and see what, what would happen and see how people responded to me. And as it turned out, I was right. It's been a rocky road. It's not been easy, and it's still not, but I'm okay and smiling, and so that's worth a lot. And are you still focused on uh, working on better days and working with uh, groups and stuff, or are you doing anything different? You know, the, the, the past 11 months of the world being in chaos has interrupted my activities, much like every other person in the world. Uh, usually I'll travel to Europe for work and uh, train mental health workers and give groups and the whole nine yards. And that didn't happen this year. Usually I go every three months. And so I've been living in my mountain town for 11 months and uh, uh, doing things a little differently because I don't speak the language here uh, nearly as well as I need to. So I'm working on that. And I've, I've actually spent a lot of time on my healing, trying to recognize the things about myself that I need to work on. And frankly, Better Days is about that. You know, it's about looking at yourself introspectively, figuring out like, what it is you need to work on and coming up with ways to do it and reasons. So I guess it's fair to say that I still am doing it. I'm just not doing it with other people. I'm doing it with myself. And well, thank goodness, thank goodness I've proved to myself it works. I can take that and, and build something even more beautiful from that. And for people that are interested in uh, looking at the workbook, Better Days, is there a place that they can go to to find it? Absolutely. Currently, my new website is being built as we speak. So there's, there's an easy way to get it. And you can just write me an email 
And that email address is survivingtheimpossible at gmail.com. And there is another place you can go check out all my work, and that is www.lulu.com slash spotlight slash better days recovery press. And there you'll find all my books. And yeah, I have I think 12 on there right now, and we're going to be adding a lot more soon. So until the website's up and running, uh, that's the best way, email and uh, the other method I just shared. Well, Craig, this has been pretty insightful in terms of the, the rough ride, I think, the, the roller coaster ride that you've had, you know, out with the ups and the downs. And then the, you mentioned two books you're writing. When do you expect those to come out? In the beginning of December, um, I am, as, <laughs> when we're done with our, our conversation, I'm getting right back to work. And so um, around the beginning of December, I'm going to err on the side of caution and let's say December 14th. I don't know. Why not? December 14th. And around December 14th, I have the full intention of publishing both uh, the Craig Lewis Guide to Surviving the Impossible, which is really the story of what I've survived the past five years and the lessons I've learned to be okay right now. And so there's about 15 passages and worksheets and there's four poems. And I'm super excited about it because it's not just a workbook. It's not just poems. It's a story written in a form that is intended for the person reading the book or using the book or talking about it to be able to have their heart opened up emotionally, to soften up their insides enough to allow the natural process of considering what might help you make your life better, what, may, what might help you. Uh, create a better life for yourself, what changes you might want to make for yourself. Because I've learned that when the heart is opened up, when you're, when you're emotionally softened up, you get past that initial like, barrier or that mask that we, we often have in our lives without even realizing it. When that's broken down, we do the work on ourselves without resisting it. So I'm very excited that that, that book's going to be available at the beginning of the summer. Fourteenth or so, and the second book is Your Crazy Volume Two. So you know, I mean, there's a Volume One, and Your Crazy Volume Two is an anthology of approximately twenty writers from around the world, people involved in the punk rock and music of different sorts and art communities, sharing of their lived experiences of surviving uh, mental health challenges, addiction, and trauma. And I'm proud to say that there are writers in the book from Macedonia, Spain from all over the U.S. and uh, the U.K. and many other interesting and amazing places. So, Craig, uh, you know, based on your experience, you know, I'd like to ask you to say something to the viewers in terms of one takeaway that they can get from you. Thank you for this question. You have the power that no matter what happened to you, no matter what anyone said about you, no matter what you did, no matter why you did it, no matter who hurts you, no matter who you hurt, no matter nothing, I know that's not proper English, no matter nothing, right here, right now, and in every possible moment, you have the power to choose to be better. It's not about being better tomorrow. 
It's about being better right now. Because if you're in pain, you can choose to feel better. And what does that entail? Well, the choice. There's power in making a decision. And so I really encourage everyone out there listening and watching, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what happened, no matter why, no matter who, no matter how bad, you right here right now can just take a deep breath and recognize that you have so much power to, to, to create whatever it is that you deserve to have, whatever it is to have, and no matter what happened yesterday or three seconds ago, this moment right here, right now, is yours to own. And that is the takeaway I hope all the people out there listening and watching today will take from this, this conversation. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute blessing to talk with you. Same here. Thank you so much for joining us, Craig. It's been a pleasure talking to you, learning about your journey and uh, what's in store for you as you move into the future. So thank you very much. Thank you, and I hope you have a beautiful day. Thanks. Goodbye. I hope you liked that episode and are enjoying all the episodes in Plan B Success Podcast. I'd encourage you to go subscribe on your favorite platform, whether it's any listening platform or YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you subscribe so that you enjoy this content and extract from it what serves you best, what benefits you in your own life, personal, professional, business, whatever it might be. Plan B.Live is the website where you can go in order to find any episode that you would like to listen to. Three times a week, we release episodes, the first being an inspiring interview with someone who's done it, been there, done that, and can inspire you to go after what you want to achieve. Every Monday, that's the episode that gets released. And then, on Wednesdays and Fridays, we pick a topic and we talk about it in order to benefit you in your personal and professional life. At the same time, if you're someone who's interested in learning more about these concepts, if you're someone who's interested in podcasting as well, go check out planbsuccessschool.thinkific.com. That's where all the online courses are. You can learn and benefit from them there as well. There's a bunch of free courses. There's a bunch of paid courses. Start with the free ones. Get to learn what you aspire to learn. And if you want to delve deeper, then you can sign up for the other ones. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm.